Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. Today is October 17th, 2021. Um, I apologize for being a little low energy. I got waylaid by some MSG. I had dinner a couple days ago with a friend, and she brought over Peruvian chicken, which was completely delicious. And then I ate it for leftovers the next two days, which was completely delicious. But it had apparently some MSG in the delicious seasoning because I have had an MSG headache all day. So my energy is not its normal, but it's such a big week. Uh, I you know, wanted to do the podcast anyway, and then I'm going to retreat back to my bed where I've spent the day. <laughs> but, of course, Jupiter is stationing and Mercury is stationing. So we're not supposed to be going forward. We're supposed to be stopped. And I guess for me it was, uh, yeah, cancel the clients and go to bed and sleep and throw up and hang out with the cat. So that's how I spent my day, this beautiful fall day. But hopefully it'll get better. And, you know, I, I know I'm not supposed to have MSG, and sometimes sometimes I get it sneaked to me. So uh, the weekly weather is really intense this week. A um, couple things going on. We have the uh, Jupiter stopping, of course, and he he's back where he was in, in March, uh, where he went into his shadow. And Mercury is stopping, and they're both actually stopped right now. Uh, Jupiter goes direct tonight around in 1 in the morning, so 11 o'clock for our West Coast friends. And Mercury is stopped, and he goes direct tomorrow at 11.16 a.m., which is 8 in the morning for our West Coast friends. So uh, we know with two planets stop, the planet of communication, <laughs> and in this case it rules my son, and the planet of direction, in this case it rules you know me in bed and my, my, my little moon in Pisces, just drinking a lot of water and hanging with the cat. So however you were stopped with these planets pausing. But the key is they're now going to be going direct. And so we now have Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, who were the three that hung out together all last year and brought us COVID, the lovely experience that we all went through in 2020. They were all backwards, and now they're going forwards, and they're saying, okay, you, we had you sit for a year and experience COVID, and now we asked you what you wanted to do. You told us. We said, well, you know, that's good, but you need some revision to the plan. And now we're going backwards, and we're going to have – uh, we're going to go forward again, full steam ahead into a new direction. So that part's good. That part's good. The other thing we have this week is we have a full moon that is going to take place on the 20th. And that is at the same degree as the Saturn-Pluto conjunction that took place back in the fall of 1982, spring of 83, that, 20, that sensitive 28-degree Libra degree. Now, of course, because it's a full moon, we've already had two parts of it, right? So this is the Aries Libra one. So this relates to the one that happened uh, Christmas time. It would have happened around the uh, the tw- uh, around the twentieth of December last year, and it also happened around the twentieth of April in 2020. So those stories are wanting to culminate, and then you'll figure out what you're doing with them next June. 20th when we have the closing square and what this is is the moon and the sun met up in Aries and that degree stays hot that little that little that little 27 degree and then when we had Christmas time we had it with Capricorn actually would have been January 20th as I said that incorrectly and then it would be October 
now October 20th. So full moons also bring things to light and make us see them. Now it is a full moon in Aries, right? So it's also right before it does that, the sun is going to go through the Aries-Pluto square, which it's doing today. And then on the 21st, when we have that full moon in Aries-Libra, we're also going to have the moon going through that Aries-Pluto square. And we are going to have Mars going through it, uh, opposing Aries squaring Pluto. That's going to happen on the 21st. That makes the week really hopping. That makes us really feeling the potency of change, the intensity of change, the need to take action, the need to see something we hadn't seen before. And, of course, we're going to have Mercury next week, a week after this week, go through that, uh, that square again and make bring things to life for us, our third pass, because he's gone one, two, and he's going to have the third. Now, that's contentious energy. When we had it this summer, uh, that was the Afghanistan uh, withdrawal. It wasn't, wasn't pretty when, when the planets went through there. So our job is to know that this is not an easy, necessarily an easy aspect, but it does make things move, right? So... This week, we have a lot of intensity. We also have, you know, just to add to the pile, Venus in Sagittarius. So she's in a fire sign, which means she also is in charge of all the Libra planets. So she rules those Libra planets, the Sun and the Mars and the Mercury. And she also rules Uranus and Taurus. She rules the Taurus planets. Um, And so Venus is in Sag, which is the sign of candles and illumination and fire, So there's a very passionate energy to her. But Venus is out of bounds. Or maybe I should say, and Venus is out of bounds. And so when she's out of bounds, she either goes really wild and hits home runs and it's fabulous and it's great, or she hits, you know, balls into the stands and there's blood and guts and you kind of have to stop the game and carry them out. So that energy, that passionate energy of Venus, out of bounds and fire, being in charge of, you know, a few planets in the sky uh, that are all pretty potent, that are all having aspects this week with Eris Pluto, we do recognize this is going to be one of those more contentious weeks on Earth. Now, the idea of it is because Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter are all direct. Jupiter's moving slowly, but he just turned. Is they're saying, you know, we've been talking about those structural changes. We've been talking about the things you've been making noise about changing. And, you know, I've repeatedly said this year, Saturn and Uranus are making us restructure our lives. And the fixed signs uh, go at the end of the year, kicking, I, I use the phrase kicking and screaming, but also, you know, they're resistant to change. Well, this, this week, <laughs> those fixed signs are like, you know what, I'm ready to change. I'm, I'm changing, I'm changing. Saturn's in Aquarius, he's in a fixed sign. Jupiter's in Aquarius, he's in a fixed sign, and they're both moving forward. Jupiter's at the same degree as the COVID clump was last year. He's in a, what we call a semi-sextile. So it's a little bit of an angsty energy, but he's definitely ready to move forward. So it's an interesting energy. And then, of course, later in the week, when the sun goes into Scorpio, which happens on the 23rd, right after all these exciting aspects in Libra, the sun goes into Scorpio, and he, of course, answers to Mars, who's in Libra, who answers to Venus in Sagittarius 
who answers to Jupiter in Aquarius, who answers to either Saturn or Uranus. You can pick your pick your poison. Uh, let's go with Saturn. Saturn answers to Saturn. If we go to Uranus, Uranus answers to Venus. Okay, so we're either getting the fire goddess out of bounds or we're getting Saturn saying, what are the structures you're looking for? Now, when I say answers to, somebody said, what does that mean? Is ruled by. So every planet, when they don't live in their own sign, uh, they have a boss. They have someone they have to check in with or they have someone that they're going to consult with. And right now, the only planet that's in its own sign is uh, Saturn. He's in Aquarius. He's in his rulership. But everybody else has to check in with people. And Neptune's in his rulership, but Neptune's kind of quiet this week. So, um, yeah, so they're all, there's a big conversation up there in the heavens. You want to listen in as best you can. You want to listen to what you're being shown, what you're being told. You want to pay attention to it and really kind of understand what it is uh, because the energy is so intense. It's a very intense week. Um, probably one of the more intense weeks of the year. I'm not going to say it's the most intense, but it's right up there, you know. And for those of you who wrote and who come to the full, the new moon, um, the new moon Saint webinar I do, and I'd said Bill Clinton's going to be in the news this new moon. Thank you for writing and confirming. I said that because uh, he was in the hospital. Um, it, was, it was that new moon in Stallion. Remember the sun, Mars, and the moon in sun, Mars, sun, moon, and Mars in Libra in the first. So Bill was Bill was in the hospital. Um, so we're, when we're looking at that energy, we're working with this energy of change and shifting. And we also had Captain Kirk, um, William Shatner, you know, shoot up into space, a 90-year-old guy <laughs> riding the rocket into heaven. And I was kind of like, you know, that's pretty inspirational. If a 90-year-old guy can strap his butt to a rocket and fly, why am I being so wimpy about things? Um, so, you know, whether you like Captain Kirk or not, you got to admire the moxie of doing it. I guess I guess he and George Taki have a little argument, which I wasn't aware of until this week. But George Taki played, played uh, was also on Star, Wars, on, uh, Star Trek. Um, the other thing we have this week is a mystic rectangle. And the mystic rectangle is formed between Venus and Sagittarius, Chiron and Aries, Ceres and Mercury. And so when there's a mystic rectangle, we always look at the energy to kind of understand, you know, what it is. And so Venus and Sag, of course, because she's out of bounds, um, this is a fire and air mystic rectangle. So it gives us ideas about things, ideas about how to think about stuff. And then we also see there's two fingers of God that involve Mercury and Venus in them, right? So there's kind of a big pointing energy going on. And then we also have something called a hard rectangle, which I don't talk about much because uh, they don't happen that often. But when they happen, we pay attention. So there's a hard rectangle in the sky this week with Venus, Eris, Ceres, and the Sun. Now, if you listened carefully, you heard me say Venus, Chiron, Ceres, and Mercury for the mystic. Well, what that means is the hard rectangle, something happens, and it's hard. And everybody looks at it and goes, wow, that's hard. And then it inspires us to take action and do something, the mystic rectangle, where we get asked to go in and clean things up. We go asked to go in and because of this hard situation, which is uh, squares and semi-squares, we get asked to go into uh, we get asked to go in and fix up something with the trines and the sextiles and the oppositions. So we're going to be invited either through Venus or through Ceres. 
Uh, Venus, of course, is out of bounds in Sag, and Ceres, of course, is in Gemini opposite Venus. So it's what we're nurturing, what we're creating, how we're creating it, or Venus and Sag. What is our inspiration? What's inspiring us to go, you know, ride a rocket into space when you're 90 years old? Um, but also, what's inspiring us to reach for heights? So there's, it's a really interesting energy, and I want you. I know this last little patch. Everybody's been running a little tired and feeling kind of like at their last legs or their last energy, or they're just exhausted. Um, and remember, you know, the planets in Libra don't have a lot of energy. You know, when they're in Libra, they're considered not so much Mercury, but Mars and the Sun are both considered in their detriment, right? Because those are not the natural places for those sun, those planets. So the Sun in Libra, you know, the Sun is the ego and the purpose and the I am. And so in Libra, it has to ask permission to be who it is, or it has to figure out how to get, how to do, how to work with partner to get what it wants. And then Mars, of course, in Libra, you know, the classic aspect for that, everybody goes, oh, passive-aggressive, passive-aggressive. But think about Mars in Libra. He loves being in Aries, so he can just take action. And he loves being in Scorpio because he very much can take action and nobody even knows he's doing it. But when he's in Libra, he's in the air. People see it. People notice him. Uh, and they go, what are you doing over there? You, you doing something sneaky? Are you trying to take action? Are you trying to get me to do something? So that's where Mars and Libra often gets accused of being a little passive-aggressive. So those two planets don't have a lot of energy because they have to cooperate with other people to get what they want. They aren't just standing alone going, I am. I am going to do this. They're going, well, I kind of like to do it, but I have to get permission from Bob, Susan, Rally, Sally, Frail, or I have to give myself permission, and I'm having a little anxiety about giving myself permission because if I do it, I might affect the relationships I'm in. And the relationships are more important to me than my own thing I want. Well, now that Venus is in Sag, she's very fiery. And she's saying, gee, you know, I want this. This is important to me. You know, this is visionary to me. And then, you know, she has to get them to agree to go for the, go for her vision. And sometimes they do, and it's a home run, and sometimes they go, you know, it's kind of a bust. You know, you foul ball, hit somebody in the head, you know, it didn't work out the way you thought it would. And because the other energy is a little cranky, we're probably going to hear a little, it didn't work out the way I thought it would. Now, I will also say that one of the things that we focus on, you know, just in general, is that you should fix it. Uh, so if you hear blaming this week, if you hear blaming this week, people saying, well, you know, you should have, blah, blah, blah. You want to kind of go, well, I missed it. I didn't. Don't take it personally. Just look at the energy and go, well, what would you do differently? What would you have done differently? Because it's very easy. I'm a Virgo. It's very easy to criticize stuff. But it's very hard to come up with a better option or a better solution. And, you know, frankly, nothing ever goes according to plan. <laughs> you, know, you can have a great plan, but there's always something that goes off wrong, different, doesn't show up the way it's supposed to. That's just the way the world works. You know, if you get everything perfect, great. But that's not a, it's not, I mean, batting averages are 30% or 300, you know, three out of every 10 balls, 300 out of every 1,000 balls you hit, you get a hit, right? You know, it, it, we have to kind of really look at how we judge. And so with these planets coming into a square to Pluto, because the sun is squaring Pluto this week, and then Mars is going to square Pluto. Uh, those are contentious energies. Like, well, you should have. 
or you didn't. And you're like, well, you're right, I didn't. What do you want to do about it? Or, you know, I, I did the best I could. So it's a little bit of a critical, a critical sky. And so when someone criticizes you, I just want you to do self-care. You know, I want you to do really, be really conscious of your self-care. You know, so I got up this morning and I could feel this migraine coming in. And what it does is it gives me this headache on the left and then this incredibly runny nose. You've heard me snuffle a couple times during this podcast. And, and, and I, my left eye kind of goes blurry, you know, and I'm like, I can't read people feeling like this. I got to go to bed. The least thing I'd like to do, you know, I want to read people because if I move them, you know, it screws up the rest of my life. Um, not in a mean way, but, you know, I run a tightly, I run a tight ship here with readings. So, uh, yeah, but I knew I needed to go to bed. I knew I needed to take my drugs and, and go to bed, and I did. Um, it's about self-care this week. It's about maybe opting out and saying, hey, I'll get back to you next week. When after, Let me think about it, and I'll get back to you next week. Remember, Mercury just went direct. He's back where he was the beginning of September, around September 10th. You don't have to make decisions. People are maybe going to press you to make them. But now that he's direct, you're going to be a little clear about what you want. We still, You're still going to have your ghosts talking to you, you know, people popping up, people saying things, people... Um, people encouraging you, and thank you. There were two people that wrote to me about finding relatives this week, so my count's gone up two more <laughs> with that Mercury and Scorpio. Um, but, yeah, it's about discovering secrets and finding out things and figuring out stuff. And once the sun goes into Scorpio this week, you know, then it really is entering a deep, passionate place, which it's going to be in for 30 days. So it's an interesting, rather tumultuous week, and your job, should you decide to accept it, I'm going to do Mission Impossible now instead of Star Trek, is to go where no one's gone before, <laughs> or go home and go to bed, because you're like, you know, it's, it's scary out there right now, I'm just going to wait a day or so, and then I'll, and then I'll go play, you know, and that is a totally a valid response to the energies up there. If you're not clear, uh, I remember at one time I had this, this priest, this minister, a Presbyterian minister. I loved his sermons. And, of course, I'm a Virgo, so mutable, so it's a little hard sometimes to make decisions. And uh, he said, you know, deciding not to decide is a decision, and that's okay. So this week, you, this week you may decide not to decide. And that's okay. You just say, I'm not ready to decide yet, but I'll get back to you when I am. And I will tell you, once Mars gets through that Eris-Pluto square this week on the 21st, uh, you'll be clear. And then once Venus goes through that puppy, or I'm sorry, Mercury goes through that puppy next week, the week after this, you'll be really clear. So, you know, just be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people who aren't clear, too. Because people are really, when this much energy shifts in the heavens, two planets going direct, sun going into a new sign, Mars causing trouble, the sun causing trouble, them fighting with Pluto and Eris. It's not an easy week to make decisions because there's a lot of high emotion running around. And, of course, the sun is today, the moon today is in Pisces. It goes void uh, tonight uh, at uh, 7.23, and then it goes into Aries bright and early on the 18th, and then it's in Taurus. It has the full moon on the twentieth, and then it's in Taurus uh, on the on the twentieth. And so, uh, a lot of energy of change. And then, of course, it goes into Gemini on the twenty third. So let me just do the moons with you a little more properly. I was reading them from one sheet, not the other. So today, the moon's in Pisces. It goes void tonight at seven thirty with a lovely sextile to Pluto. Void all night tonight. 
tomorrow morning, bright and early at 608-18-608-604 a.m. on the 18th. It goes into Aries, and it's in Aries on Monday, and on Tuesday it goes void at 10.57 a.m. with the full moon. So the closing aspect is moon opposite the sun. It goes void, void, void. Then it's void from 11 in the morning, 10.57 East Coast time on the 20th, until 3.59 p.m. So that afternoon period is void until the moon goes into Taurus, and it's in Taurus Tuesday night, Wednesday, Thursday, and it goes void on Thursday at 4.35 p.m. East Coast time, trying to Pluto. So that's a nice little patch, that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then um, the moon is void 4.35 p.m. on Thursday. It's void all night, I'm sorry, 4.35 um, on the 22nd. Uh, which is Friday, I said that incorrectly. So it's it's in Taurus on Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday. And then it's void Friday night, and then it goes into uh, Gemini at 3.57 a.m. on the 23rd, Saturday morning. And it's in Gemini this Saturday, this Sunday, and it goes void on the 25th, Monday, with a trine to Mars. So the moons are nice. For the most part, the full moon one is a little more challenging. So, but they're passionate moons. They're primary moons. The Aries, I want. Uh, you know, I am the Taurus moon. I want the Gemini moon. I have right. So we have passionate personal moons running with all this intense energy in the sky. We also have the Donald days. So the Donald days this week are definitely the uh, 21st and the 22nd because that's when Mars squares Pluto and Eris. And as he rolls in, he's intense. And, of course, full moon days are always kind of juicy, so that would be the 20th. And then the back half of the week is kind of quiet. So Jupiter goes direct tonight, 1.30 a.m. Mercury goes direct at 11.17 on the 18th. The full moon happens at 10.57 a.m. on Wednesday, and the sun goes into Scorpio at 12.51 a.m. Saturday morning, bright and early, right after Friday night. And so a lot of of changes, a lot of turbulence up there. So it's a turbulent sky, which of course means turbulence down here, as above, so below, as without, so within. Give yourself time, give yourself space, be extra kind to yourself this week. Be extra kind to other people because they're, they're dealing with it too. All this energy. But everybody's making decisions. That's really the key. And we're making decisions, hopefully, with enough information to make them in a positive way. Sometimes we know we're going to make a negative decision, like, I don't want to do that anymore. You know, it'll be, it'll be spurred by, I don't want this anymore. And that's totally cool, you know, giving it permission to go in the way it needs to go. So when we look at your um, the chat the the thing today, and somebody I was doing I re- reading the other day, and someone said, so when you do these degree things, this is the pinball, right? And I said yes, you know, and it occurred to me <laughs> I should say that. So for those of you who've done my pinball. Uh, course or pinball lecture or pinball attended one of them this is a pinball Uh, and if you've come for a reading you've gotten your pinball Uh, it's on that sheet with a lot of stuff 
if you've been to the workshops, you know about it. So what the pinball thing is, it's a book I've been working on for a very long time, actually, um, but it is the process by which our planets activate. So you rank the planets from 0 to 30 in numerical order, and as the planets in the sky move through degrees, they wake up the planets in your chart, kind of like a giant pinball game. And it's tied to my background as a computer programmer, and it's tied to my... um, uh, my experience with different kinds of astrology, with Vedic, Uranian, and um, and Western, you know, that whole process of how things work, you know, because the programming background makes me think of your chart as your program, right? So this week, uh, the pinball in your chart, so when you get these, when I say these degrees to you, go look at planets you have at those degrees because they're going to activate. So this week, the pinball is going from 24 Libra, the sun's pinball, uh, through two Aries, or through two Scorpio, rather. So today, it has the square to Aries and Pluto. It had that a little earlier today, uh, a little contention. And then as we go through the week, it has a revision of strategy on the 18th when it gets to an aspect to Athena. And then it has a revision of energy to... um, Uh, It has a revision of energy to Ceres when it gets to that on the 19th, and that forms a uh, a fast-moving hammer of Thor. Um, So you can tell I'm on a little drugs, right? I'm on cold medicine to make my allergic reaction to my migraine go away. All right, so we have a hammer of Thor that happens on the 18th through the 19th. From the sun's point of view, he kind of wants to hit hit something out of the park. And then he goes into Scorpio on the 23rd at 12.51 a.m. And he has an interesting aspect to the nodes of fate where he's making decisions on the 24th. Mercury very slow this week because he just stationed to go direct. So he's going from 10 to 13 and a half. Very, very pokey little guy. And the only thing he has is he has a, um, uh, he has a, a trine to Ceres asking you to be creative on the 22nd. And then he has a, a slow-moving finger of God that runs from the 19th through the 24th as he first aspects Athena, and he says, adjust your strategy. And then he aspects Uranus, and he says, change is good. Let's make some changes. So those two guys are in a, in a little finger of God pointing you in a new direction, suggesting there are fated events through decisions made this week. The sun this week goes from 10 Sag to 17 Sag. Not a long journey for her. I'm sorry, Venus goes from 10 Sag to 17 Sag this week. But she does have some, um, adjust, she has an adjusting energy as she gets to Uranus. So she's going to say to Uranus, I think, I think we need to change some things up. And that's going to happen on the 19th. So Venus and Uranus, that can be some kind of, you know, like I, we've been doing it this way for a long time, but now we need to change it. So accept the changes and just be like, all right, I get it, I get it. And then she forms a fast-moving T-square with Athena and Ceres this week when she opposes Ceres on the 18th and she squares Athena uh, on the 17th. So that's kind of decision-making time. And remember, Venus is very fiery right now. She's out of bounds. She doesn't want to listen to the rules. She wants to do what she wants to do. Jupiter stops, so he's not saying to her, stop, stop, don't do that. He's letting her do what she wants. She's like a badly behaved kid on a playground. And, you know, you want to kind of say to the mother, hey, you know, your kid's like out of control. 
And Venus is a little out of control right now. So, you know, you kind of want to look at her and go, okay, you know, you're a badly behaved little kid right now. And uh, and recognize she's feisty. She's a little feisty. So, you know, when you say something to her, she might be feisty back, right, because Sagittarius is feisty. So, you know, just be aware. You know, if you point out something to someone and they go, wow, 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 at you, you might have you made Venus mad. Because um, she's feeling a little sensitive. Mars this week is running from 22 to 26 uh, Libra, so he's waking up all those Libra planets. Of course, his big excitement is the 21st when he squares Eris and then he squares Pluto. Now that means with Mars, we always feel it coming in. We feel it coming in. He comes out of his trying to Jupiter on the 18th where he's all happy camper and feeling good and he's got a plan. And then he runs into the buzzsaw of the Eris-Pluto square. Now the good news is the Eris-Pluto square is separating. The bad news is he opposes Eris and then he runs into Pluto. Right. So with Eris, he goes, wow, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and then he, then he squares Pluto and he goes, you know, Pluto, she wants me to do this. And Pluto goes, I know. I know. And so there's an energy of contention here. Of course, it's Libra. It's legal, right? So we can anticipate some legal stuff, you know, whether Bannon gets indicted or they keep doing, they keep turning on and turning off and turning on the abortion law in Texas. There's some legal drama that's going to take place this week. And we want to watch it because that's going to happen on the 21st. Uh, and then, of course, Jupiter stationing direct at 22. That happens tonight, uh, 1.29 a.m. We're feeling it now. And then he has the relationship aspect, that a nice partnership that kind of sneaks in there on the, um, on the 21st with a sextile to Juno. And Saturn is arguing with Juno. So, you know, Juno's like not happy with Saturn, and she's looking for her freedom. So Juno is active in saying, okay, uh, this is how I'm going to partner. Remember, all these planets have been going backwards for months, and now they're going forwards, and they're trying to figure out how to work with each other and how to partner with each other in your chart and in the sky. You know, what are the alliances? What are the allegiances? Where do we want to go? Where don't we want to go? So it's kind of a busy week up there. So hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to use it. I'm going to go get myself a cup of mint tea and get back in bed again, maybe take some more drugs. Uh, I do apologize for the mixing of planets, but I, it's why I don't drink and I don't do drugs when I do a reading because, you know, there is unpredictable uh, things coming out of my mouth. So hopefully that gives you a good plan, a good approach, and just just really, really be kind to yourself this week. It's a big week for criticism, big week for criticism coming at you, big week for criticism going out in the world. And you want to kind of just go, yeah, it's one of those weeks. And how do I want to participate in that? I want to watch it. I want to set it. I just want to, you know, just go read my book and have a cup of tea and play with my cat. I don't want to do it. <sighs> so that's the scoop. Hopefully um, it's good. And it does look like the Hollywood people aren't going out, but they haven't voted yet. So it'll be interesting because we have a lot of striking workers. And that's also that Mars and uh, Libra. So we have striking workers, the Teamsters, not the Teamsters, the John Deere guys are out, the Kellogg people are out, no no cereal for you, and then maybe Hollywood's going out, although they said we solved it. But we have to look and see the two things that are most important, the retirement and the benefits, because that wasn't really covered so much uh, in, the, in what they announced. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Tentious week out there, folks. Put on your helmet, put on, get your shield, and kind of get ready for get ready for a little wild time. Or you can just stay home 
and watch on TV. Have a good one. Ann Ortley signing off from the bright red desk and going back into her blue sheets in the bedroom. Take care. Bye-bye.